0: All right, it's time to dive into my schedule as a full-time freelancer and digital nomad. Guys, in this episode, we're gonna look at what an average day, an average week, and an average day while I am traveling looks like for me. We're gonna go over the different ebbs and flows that comes with this style of business and how you can best prepare for the changes that are always around the corner if you wanna be a freelancer. For me, that's what makes this entire journey worth it and why I love it so, so much. Hey guys, we are back with another episode of the Freelance Fairy Tales. This week I'm going to talk about my schedule as a full-time freelancer. This is a really, really, you know, hotly requested topic by you guys. Seems to be something that a lot of people want me to talk about at length and be transparent about. Although to me it's not too exciting since it's just my daily schedule. I guess you know, I you guys Definitely want me to talk about it, and so I hope that you're going to get some value from this. In this episode, I'm going to look at a bunch of different schedules of mine. First, we're going to go over an average day for me. Then we're going to make our way into an average week, followed by an average day when I am on the road. So as a full-time freelancer and digital nomad, no two days are ever the same for me. That's why sometimes it can be hard for me to describe what a typical day looks like for me, but I can generally give you guys you know, run of the mill explanation for what most of my days look like. But yeah, just remember no two days are the same as a freelancer. And I know for me, that's one thing that I absolutely adore about it. And if you're somebody who doesn't like change or you don't like if your schedule is mixed up and changed, then maybe freelancing is not for you because there's definitely a lot of unpredictability to it. And for me, that's how I have never gotten bored of it in the last six years because you never really know what is going to happen every day you wake up. All right, so let's kick this off with what an average day looks like for me. I have some notes jotted down here and I'm gonna go into it right now. You guys all know I'm a big proponent of waking up early. I totally believe it's important for freelancing because you know you might wake up, and have had five orders that dropped in overnight that you didn't predict. And if they have 24 hour timers on them, you need to get them done that day. So I like to wake up early to give myself time to accommodate all of these different things that could have happened in the night. You know, freelancing on a site like Fiverr, it is a global marketplace. So while you are asleep, half of the world is still awake. And you know, running their businesses and booking orders and everything. So there's a good chance somebody did book something in the night while you were asleep. And if you have something that you need to do later that day at 2 or 3 p.m., if you don't want to be stressed out about it, I recommend, you know, checking out your fiber queue before 8 a.m. just to give yourself a head start. I've definitely found for me that just has minimized my anxiety with everything. So as much as people are like, oh, I don't want to get up early. It's just the, the feeling of knowing that you're in control of your day and your time by waking up at 6 a.m. There's just no other feeling like it to me. And as any business grows or scales, you know, you'll see it's so common. Any six-figure, seven-figure, you know, millionaire person will post that they wake up early. It's just something that you can't avoid. And as much as you want to, I promise you, you're gonna arrive at a place where you start to wake up early. Even if you told yourself you're a night owl, it's just something you're gonna have to do. Okay, so I wake up between six six thirty a.m. and I lay in bed for a half hour and I check out my social media notifications and see if there's anything you know, huge that I need to address or if somebody wrote something negative, I need to delete or if there's a partnership opportunity, I don't want to pass up. I'll go through my you know, DMs and different things on my social media. It's definitely gotten to a point though, where I can't possibly go through all of it on my own, which is why I am hiring my best friend to come help me and probably will be hiring some type of PR assistants or publicist help this year so that I could get that off of my plate and not even have to worry about that because I would love to get to a point where I can just wake up and read for a half hour. That's that would be like my dream. And I'm getting there, right? I'm getting there. But yeah, I'll I'll wake up, I will look at my phone for a half hour. And then usually by 7am, I'll get up, you know, I'll go brush my teeth. And then I'll actually go on a 30 to 40 minute walk. That's like my little fasted cardio, I'll get my first like four or 5000 steps in for the day. Right now I'm on a 10k step kick, Sometimes I'm more into hit workouts and everything. Yeah, but right now I'm working on those 10K steps. I definitely feel great when I do it. It's a really amazing creative time for me. And the benefits of intermittent fasting and fasted cardio are immeasurable. And I mean, if you guys wanna go check them out, go follow my sister. <laughs> she's, a, she's a personal trainer, uh, Allegra Paris on Instagram. She's taught me all this stuff. So if anyone wants to come for me and say my fitness knowledge is bad, that's where it comes from. So once I get back from my walk, at about 7 40 a.m it's time to get to work you know obviously feed my cat make some coffee takes me like 10 minutes then by 8 a.m i flip open my laptop and i carefully go through all of my emails and then all of my outstanding fiverr messages i make sure to answer my dms on fiverr as well as the messages from my current orders to get all of my customer service done before i dive into writing this keeps your response time really good on fiverr and it just makes sure that you're like your clients are happy with you because you've been responsive to them you know again it can be hard with like the time zone changes if you've gone to sleep and you haven't been on Fiverr for 12 hours but it's their daytime you know they're gonna they're gonna definitely be looking to hear from you and understandably so so that's why we say to people like you know hop on Fiverr and get that customer service done like by at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. because it's just going to be beneficial to you. Everyone's going to be happier with you, and then they're going to leave you a five-star review, which is what we want here. Sometimes, you know, depending the day for me, if I have a really large volume of orders, the customer service element could take a full hour before I can get to work at 9. Again, this is why I wake up early. Some days it might only take 30 minutes, so it kind of depends for me, but figure by 9 a.m., That's my window for about four hours of uninterrupted writing. That's when I'm my most focused. And I actually won't even eat breakfast until 10 or 11 a.m. Because I do find I'm quite focused when I'm fasting or having... I usually have like a cappuccino with oat milk, if anyone cares. (laughs) Ask no one. I will typically fast until 10 or 11 a.m. Because I just feel like it keeps me more focused. And I'll actually purposely not eat large meals during the day because I find... If I'm really full, it makes me sleepy and less attentive and focused as well. So that's just kind of something that I'll do as far as my eating goes. But then I'll end up probably eating too much in the evenings, which I need to work on. You know, we're working on it, people work in progress. But yeah, from 9am to about 1pm, I'll do really focused writing. Typically, I'll be able to get most of my writing work done for the day. If I have a really amazing focused four hours of work, I can churn out anywhere from like 5 to 8k words which you can do the math is a lot of orders. During this time, I'm also in constant communication with my team in Slack, and I've responded to them as well during either my Fiverr customer service hour or during my email time. I've kind of gotten into contact with them, and throughout the day, they will send me their orders as they complete them. I download them and then deliver them onto Fiverr. By 1 p.m., my brain is not as focused in the afternoon. I'm just not an afternoon person as far as like writing goes. So by 1 p.m. I'll take a break, usually eat some lunch, walk more, work out a little bit. And then I'll segue from about 2 to 5 p.m. into different creative endeavors or different tasks for my other businesses. So this will be when I focus on content for Campfire Trailers or iPop or, you know, calling people back or doing podcast interviews, TikToks, YouTube filming. You know, this is when that will happen for me because I definitely just don't feel like I'm able to write as well between 2 and 5 p.m., If you look this up, like everybody has natural flows with their concentration. So I always recommend like you get to know yourself and when yours is because when you figure out when your like, you know, your five-hour focus window period is, you want to basically structure your entire day around that because that's like a critical, critical time for you that you definitely don't want to ignore or be distracted from. So then usually by like 5 p.m. I'll check back into Fiverr, back into the customer service, try and close some more sales check in with my team for any outstanding orders. From that point on, you know, if I have any orders due at 10 or 11 p.m., my team will send them in Slack. I can download it right on my phone and deliver it to the client right in the Fiverr app in my phone. And a normal day, I do try to power down by 6 p.m. As most of you know, recently for, you know, for the entire month of March and now April, that has not been happening. I've had to work till 9 p.m. every day. From the CNBC aftermath and it's a, it's a good problem I, don't get me wrong it's a good problem but I am NOT powering down at 6 p.m. right now I'm a little burnt out though so I, you know it's okay I, I think you know an 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. day with a break in the middle is perfectly fine and it should be enough for anyone so my latest schedule is not normal I just want to say that okay so this brings me to a quick question people always have for me which is how do you make time for social media like how the heck do I churn out so much content on social media and I cannot stress this enough, guys. I do content batching is the phrase for it. If I happen to have, you know, three hours to myself on a Thursday where my queue wasn't as packed as I anticipated it being, I will use that three hours to record like literally 30 TikToks. You know, you'll you'll notice I'm wearing the same outfit and TikToks that I post for like three weeks. And it's because I filmed like literally 30 of them in a three hour window. I will also use that window to capture my Instagram content, YouTube content. And I mean, YouTube is its own beast, which is why I am working with a video editor because I just don't have the time for it. So if you want to get into YouTube and feel like you're super overwhelmed, like I highly recommend bringing on people to help you with that. But as far as a little 15 second video on TikTok goes that I can also screen record and post to Reels and YouTube shorts, I will do that in batched windows when I have the time. Right now, since I have a super, super packed schedule, my content is definitely slacking. So I just don't have the time to capture it. But I'm actually recording this podcast on a Saturday. So when I have these really busy times, it definitely eats into my weekend, cuts back on my work-life balance a bit, going to work on getting that back soon though, you know, doing the best I can, (laughs) but it's all good. I don't really I don't really mind working on Saturdays, but I am strict about taking Sundays off. And when I say taking them off, it still means that I did that hour of customer service in the morning, an hour of customer service in the evening on a Sunday. But to me, two hours out of being awake, you know, 16 hours is still pretty nice and it definitely feels like i've unplugged in some capacity this brings me to my average work week which i just kind of you know went over with you guys what my average day looks like my saturdays are a little more laid back i allow myself to sleep into 7 or 7 30 a.m if if i do which i really don't i get up i walk i have my coffee for right now my you know latest hobby is setting up my house which has is just insane so this morning like i put together a lamp for two hours and i actually didn't get to work until 10 a.m i'll probably have work until about 2 p.m today and then i'm going to take off the afternoon and try and enjoy myself for three hours before coming back checking on that customer service maybe from 7 to 8 p.m and then calling it a day tomorrow is sunday I'll probably do that hour from eight to 9am, go to church, take the day off, but still be attentive to my emails and also probably try and capture some content along the way. I do find that I love to travel in my time off. And that's also an amazing, you know, it lends itself to being excellent for capturing content that I can post. And if you guys know me, I'm an efficient person. So I love doing things that can, you know, satisfy two things at once. And for me, like Traveling is the best because I love to travel. It's an amazing experience and it creates content for me that I can post on my social media channels. So it doesn't get better than that. People then always ask me, okay, well, what does an average day for you look like while you're traveling? You know, how the heck do you manage all that you manage while then traveling to a Vegas or New Orleans or all the places that you go? And yeah, guys, I'll be honest, like, (laughs) it might look like I'm managing it well while I'm traveling, but there's definitely some like panic moments. Traveling by itself can be stressful and then adding work on top of it. I always joke when I get back from my trips that I need a vacation from my trips because that's literally how I feel. So, you know, I'm never going to sit here and say, oh, it's easy to travel and work at the same time. And I don't think any other digital nomad would try and ever make it seem easy either. It's definitely not And I always recommend, you know, get your average day and your average week and your content batching. You have to get all of that under control and locked in before you hit the road with it. Because traveling is gonna add on these extra problems that you might not have predicted. So if you don't have your like average day and week already all sorted out and locked in, you know, you're gonna have some problems. So I definitely don't recommend like starting freelancing and then also hitting the road at the same time. If anything, I would spend one to two years like, getting your life together with this before you hit the road. That's just my experience with it. You know, I'm not sure if it's everyone's experience, but I, I again, you know, never want to make it seem like it's super easy to travel and works. It is definitely not. <laughs> but okay, so when I'm traveling, I want to be able to take off time to go explore. Because to me, it's like, what's the point of being in a new place if I don't go see it? So I'll actually wake up even earlier when I'm traveling, like maybe at a 5, 6 a.m., so i can jump start my work and be done by noon and then have the rest of the day to go explore so i'll usually split my day up half and half between traveling and having fun and working and i know social media can be deceptive because you really you know from the consumer side it might look to you like oh i'm exploring all day and not working but no you know from 5 a.m to noon i was still working that day believe me (laughs) the work never stops and you know people always are going to make their social media look like they're never working but I don't blame them. It's like, why do you want to post yourself like in a corner with the laptop in the dark or you could be posting yourself out with a cactus? Like you're going to pick the cactus, I get it. But yeah, so when I'm traveling, I wake up early. Another thing is time zone changes. I notice for me, when I leave the Eastern Standard Time Zone, it definitely has an impact on my businesses because most of my clients live in the same time zone as me. So if I go back in time three hours, I have to wake up three hours earlier to be in line with them or I'll miss Fiverr messages and proposals and everything. So yeah, I, I get a little like FOMO when I leave Eastern Standard Time Zone. I would say it does impact the business, not greatly, but you know, I worked out of Japan for four weeks, so I completely inverted the time zone that I was in. And I was still making uh, you know very good money, but it definitely slowed down my business because my average consumer is used to me being online from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. in an EST realm. So that's just something to think about. If you're gonna leave your typical realm where all of your clients are in, then you're gonna have to be awake at that time zone wherever you are going. It's, you know, it, it is what it is. You might not have to be in an office, but you do still have to follow some elements of working a job and being reliable and accessible to people. You can't just disappear for four days and then all of a sudden come back to your business. Now, I know in the four-hour work week the idea is you should be able to disappear for six days and your business should be able to run without you, but that's only possible if you have like four to eight people all positioned perfectly at different points in your business and able to handle different things because you've trained them to, that you can disappear for six days. So sometimes I think that's glamorized a little bit and I haven't hit that point yet. It's obviously the goal for me, but I'm six years into this. I have not hit that point yet. My goal, though, in 2021 is to be able to take an entire day off. So like I sign on Monday and then I don't come back till Wednesday and nothing suffered because right now I don't have that figured out. I do still need to be present every single day with my teams. And again, I'm hoping my best friend can help me with that because I would love to hit a point where I can just disappear for a full day. I think both my mind and my body would enjoy that. Sorry, that sounded like inappropriate. I I just, (laughs) I mean, like for health purposes and like traveling and sleeping and stuff. So yeah, when I travel, I wake up much earlier, which means, yes, I go to bed earlier when I'm traveling. I'm 28 now. I don't feel the need to like hit the club anymore. So, you know, if I'm traveling, yeah, I'll go out to eat at six or seven, maybe have a drink or two and be asleep by 10 p.m. I'm typically exhausted because it's exhausting to travel and drive and fly and be somewhere that you are not used to you know a little thing people would always say how do you know if you're always going to have wi-fi I always carefully check that ahead of time with both the hotel and the Airbnbs that I'm traveling to. And if I have an emergency along the way, I have a hotspot on my cell phone. And I also map out Starbucks and McDonald's ahead of time before I'm going somewhere. So I am aware that there are places that I can park and access Wi-Fi should something like major happen. But you know, this has never really happened to me. And if I anticipate a really intense workload while i'm also trying to travel that's why i have a team that's why i have three writers that i work with i will outsource more of my work to them during these travel periods so that i have more time to safely get to where i'm trying to go last thing i want to point out to you guys is that there are ebbs and flows to my business life to the amount of attention my businesses are getting to the amount of clients that are booking my work It's a constant shifting and changing thing. Like no two months, two years are the same. So, you know, for me last year, 2020 from March to June was like the craziest time of the year. Typically, actually every year for my businesses, it tends to be, I think when people are most focused on making things happen for themselves. And I always notice around Memorial Day, the amount of orders will slow down a bit because a lot of people are starting to loosen up for the summer. But especially because of the pandemic, actually, like it was crazy. And then the summer came and, you know, the lockdowns lifted anyway. So then everything slowed down. So I I always am in different seasons of my business right now in April 2021. You guys are catching me in an insane, insane time in my business where there's so much activity, so many questions, podcast interviews, opportunities, none of these things that I want to pass up. So I am working, you know, 60 to 80 hour work weeks right now. But that's unsustainable. So I tell myself, you know, I'm going to bust my ass for April into May. And then, you know, I say, come May, though, it's going to have to slow down. So right now I'm trying to figure out what I can do for these ebbs and flows to make sure that next month it starts to slow a bit for me. Maybe I'll need to hire another writer. Again, my best friend comes to work for me next month. That's going to help a lot. You know, maybe I need to hire someone to come film my YouTubes for me. I kind of just go with the flow with my businesses. I almost look at them like they're these living, breathing entities, like they're alive. And at times they need more attention. It's like a baby, like they need more attention. They need to be fed. They need to be loved and cared. And other times you can let them go on the playground. And they'll have fun on their own for a bit. And other times, you know, maybe your kid turned 18 and went to school and was successful and made a lot of money. So, you know, that's how I look at my businesses. Sometimes if one needs a lot of my attention, you know, I'll give, I'll give it it and maybe ignore another one that seems to be doing okay so you know i never really know like with these seasons january and february of this year actually were a bit on the slower side i had time if you guys saw my instagram i was going to the beach a lot i was teaching myself how to make jewelry i went to a local gun range and i bought a gun and started to teach myself how to shoot a gun thought that would be fun and then yeah march hit and there is no hobby time happening right now probably not until june again that's okay though because i got it in for january and february so My my point here is no two days are the same, no two weeks are the same, no traveling, no trip is the same, and no two seasons are the same with your business. The seasons will change too. So the moral of the story as my schedule as a full-time freelancer is that there is a lot of change involved, tons of change. So if you hate change, if, if change pisses you off, I can promise you this lifestyle and this career is not for you. I'm just being honest. If you love change like I do, if change excites you and keeps things fun and exciting and all that good stuff, then you're going to freaking love being a freelancer and you're going to love being a digital nomad. Woo, that was a lot, guys. I'm tired now. I need to go lay by a pool. All right, guys, there it is. My schedule is a full-time freelancer. I hope this answered your questions or helped you you know, better understand how I do all that I do every day. I'm trying to always be transparent with you guys and show you what is glamorous and what is very not glamorous. And, you know, right now I look like garbage. I'm sitting in the corner of my kitchen with like half drank coffee, you know, dying from six days in a row of working. So I'm just being, you know, right now it's not glamorous, but maybe, you know, a month from now I'll go on an amazing trip that will look glamorous. There's ups, there's downs. There's ebbs and flows. And to me, that's what makes this entire journey worth it and why I love doing what I do so, so much. All right, guys, with that, go out there, you know, go structure your days, structure your weeks, plan a trip, go out there and kill it. You got this. I believe in you. Tune in next week for the next episode of the Freelance Fairy Tales. Bye.